My name is Maddie. And I'm Hannah. We are murder mystery bookworms and aspiring amateur sleuths. We are reading Partners in Crime and over the last year and a half we have gone on over 30 book-based adventures. We investigate a real-life case using advice from murder mystery authors and with the help of our feline psychics, Hercula Hastings. We review a book, find the sleuthing tips and hopefully solve the case. Welcome to the Unsolved Case of the Missing Salmon. The book club for amateur sleuths. Chemozol. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Chemozol. Chemozol. Give the people what they want. What do they ah. want? When do they want it? In July. <laughs> so, welcome to the Chemozol. Chemozol. Oh, you didn't join me on the second one. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, next you need to, I, I, it's hard to do it in time, isn't it, over Zoom? Over Zoom it is, yeah. Share oh, mo- okay. Share <laughs> <laughs> No, go again, go again. Okay, really? you start and I'll just come in after a okay. couple. Share muzzle, share muzzle. Share muzzle, share it doesn't work. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, me too. Could you tell? So part of the reason I'm massively excited is because I have actually got a big announcement. <laughs> what which, kind of big announcement? <laughs> which I, I've been keeping for today to reveal. So I've known about it for some time. What? Is it about the case? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's not about the case, but there has been a slight development related to this today. So it now means that I've actually got two reveals. So one is good. And one is really amazing. Oh, I think, and one is rubbish. Okay, so, and I wanted to do this, like, live to see your reaction. Okay, uh, so this is the first good reveal. The first good reveal. I'll, I'll, I'll manage my expectations. So, this was seen on eBay. <gasps> no. I didn't have enough mobile data. To, to process it because I was in the park when I got oh. the eBay alert so I actually had to message A1 and get him to buy it for me it's not is it actually Death of Jezebel it's Death in High Heels <gasps> by Christiana Brand which you know I don't have guess how much it cost ink delivery including delivery ink delivery ink delivery 20 pounds lower mon ami 15 lower. pounds Lower ten pounds. Ten pounds. No, whereabouts is it going to go on the on the bookshelf? Pride of place, surely. Pride of place. Yeah, definitely. That's absolutely wild scenes. It's wild scenes. I actually have. I actually haven't. I actually haven't opened it. I mean, well, are you going to keep it in its bag in mint condition? No, because it's just like a sandwich <laughs> <Rubbish>. bag. <laughs> no, it's actually it was actually withdrawn from the Dorset County Library. Oh, never returned. Oh, it was originally for sale for 40p back in the day. <laughs> You've been duped. You've been had. <laughs> I've been had. But you haven't, though, because £10, that is unheard of. I'd say you've paid more than that for some of your Penguin copies. Yeah. Is the Death in High Heels the one with the colleague? Yeah, so this is one that Christiana Brand, it's her first book. She wrote it because she hated one of her colleagues so much. So she sort of got her revenge through writing. So that's a quite good reveal. That's a quite good reveal. I'd say it's pretty good, to be honest. Are you ready for the amazing reveal? I'm ready for the amazing reveal. Okay, so I've I've been sitting on this for, when did it come? For maybe about a week or so. (laughs) And you just didn't tell me. I can't tell if I feel upset or if I Listen, feel pleased. It's it's a uh, it's just an envelope, an envelope uh-huh. that looks like it contains a book. What book could it be? It's Dead of Jezebel. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing scenes. Why does it have the same like weird sandwich bag? Who is this seller? <laughs> Not the same seller. So it was. It was my. It was more expensive. It's twenty three pounds, but it's the first Fine. time I've seen it not listed Ever. for like seventy five pounds. Yeah. So obviously, utterly delighted. This is a nineteen seventies edition, not um, a penguin copy. Just for listeners, 
But I would say yeah. that it doesn't matter because Hannah looks more delighted than I've ever seen her. <laughs> so, so pleased. But obviously, I will lend this to you. <gasps> will you actually? I will. I trust you. Oh, yeah. That feels like a, the, the highest honour. Yeah, yeah. When when will you read it? Will you read it on your month off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sort of toying actually with having Death in High Heels maybe as my Christiana brand choice for season three because you can get Death in High Heels ebook form. Can you now? Yeah. That's good to know. Good for the listeners. Good to know. Good for the fans. What a reveal! I can't believe you've kept that from me for a whole week. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> ah, worth it, worth it. Uh, yes, that's my big reveal. Shamozzle done. Wow, shamozzle done. No, that's not. That's not just a shamozzle done. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so sad. No, I've got. I've got loads of other things for the shamozzle. I know this is really controversial, but I don't actually have any mystery business. <laughs> However, um, there is something we could use as mystery business. Never. So we can have that as MB, unless you've got any other MB that Hello, you want MB. bring to the table. I don't know how you always have such great MB. I rarely have any. I've got great MB for Christiana Brand. Like, how do you really, always do this? Really, It's really good MB. I'm actually going to write a little note to remind myself of the great MB. That's how good it is. Yeah. I don't think I do have any great MB. No. Got nothing. Okay. Okay. Well, don't force it. Don't force it. I shall. A part of what you could do in this murder mystery is you could kill other people. You had like a card that allowed you to kill the other person. and But you could only use that card if you got the person you wanted to kill like in a room where no one else could witness it. It was quite dark. Amazing and dark. Um, and dark. Anyway, this guy managed to trick me into a room and then he like really aggressively got this like kill card out but then I had one where I blocked him so I was like blocked and he'd been really mean and terrifying up to the point where I blocked him then he went oh fair dues never mind and then then he went introduce himself and be like oh hi I'm blah 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 I was like no stay away from me absolutely not and I've been terrified of him at every single event where I've met him since does he know that uh yeah probably just i'm sure someone's told him but that's so funny the idea of you being like absolutely not won't shake did you shake his hand well i did because i was scared of what would happen <laughs> if i didn't did you crack the case no i didn't know no, no I, I did not <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird night as well because our friends who hosted had these chinchillas <laughs> in a cage so there was just the sound of the chinchillas sort of scrabbling around while we're investigating i mean it was a weird night anyway there was that game that you could play when you'd go like you could play it like a big parties and stuff and it was called like it wasn't it wasn't wink murder because obviously that's where you all sit around in a in a group thanks for winking at me it was called like something similar and you somebody would be um, be the murderer and then you'd all go off into different parts of the house and all the lights would be off and it was completely pitch black and then you'd all just sort of basically bumble around the dark <laughs> and then if the person the murderer would have to basically like come up to you and be like you're dead and then you'd all come back into the main room when someone would be like i've done right oh. and then talk about who did it isn't it kind of basically wink murder but yeah is it called like blink no wink. or something <laughs> crap it's something like that but I, that, that game used to really it used to give me the willies i bet it, it did i bet it did what do you want to start with i've got also got my queens of crime quiz <laughs> yeah mystery minds i've mystery got mystery mind. mind questions for you as well don't do mystery minds Okay, I, do, I didn't revise. Okay, well, it's okay. I, I, I think I've done, five, I've done five questions for you. Okay. Okay. Did you revise? Well, yeah, kind of, because I had to do a Queen of Crime summary, so. Oh, yeah, so true. Oh, okay, I'm nervous. It's going to do the music. Okay. Da, 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 da. Da, da. 
Good work. Welcome to Mystery Minds. You really committed. Yeah. Okay, so welcome, Maddie Berry, to Mystery Minds. What is your specialist subject for today's Mystery Mind? I have a feeling we said... (laughs) uh, (laughs) visual aids from mystery books that is correct (laughs) so your specialist subject is visual aids from mystery books now we'll now follow five questions about visual aids from mystery books so in one moment you will receive a photo (laughs) okay the photo you are receiving is a section from a visual aid which mystery is this from you may receive a clue if you wish. I think this is from The Pearl Thief. Correct, it yeah. is. For a bonus point, please name the author of The Pearl Thief. Elizabeth Ween. Correct. <laughs> I never know how to pronounce it. It's a constant issue for me. <laughs> it looks quite a lot like a womb, this picture. A womb? Yeah. <laughs> Sort of like, you know, when you get those diagrams of, of a womb and the tubes. It kind of does. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay. Uh, question two. You will require dr- something to draw with. So a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil. Okay. Can we please sit down for my Parker pen for, for quality? Oh, nice. Okay. I'm just I'm just listening to the music to check I did a faithful recreation of it. I think you did an excellent one. Dun 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 dun. Wait, this doesn't sound right. It takes quite a while to get going. Da, 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 da. Oh, I think maybe you had one da, too da, many da. notes. Da, da, da. There you go. Okay. Question two. Yeah. On Mystery Mind. Draw a quick sketch of one of the postcards from the Rita May Brown book that we read in episode 12. How quick? Go, 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 go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you like 30 seconds. Dun, 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 I think this is actually excellent, to be honest. (laughs) I really do. Okay, are you done? Yeah. Okay, can you show your work to the camera? Yeah, (laughs) I'd say I might have to describe it, to be honest. It's it's the pyramids. It says, wish you were here. No? Is that not one of them? I can give you one mark. I can only give you... uh, What I was looking for is, wish you were here is correct, but then the drawing should be of a gravestone. Why are they at the pyramids? Why have I got that in my head? (laughs) Don't, don't they receive oh no maybe maybe i should have given more intel because i think maybe they do get a random postcard just from their friend at the end with the pyramids on yeah but that's not what i was after i was after the <laughs> the postcard sent by the murderer so maybe that's my fault for not being oh no i'll take the one point i should have asked for quite clarity okay okay yeah. okay i don't think that normally happens on mastermind but <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay Question three, you shall be receiving an image. What descriptions are missing from this visual aid from Death Goes on Skis by Nancy Spain? I think uh, it's the top one is there. What's it called? Governess. Correct. Yeah. And the second one, a genius. Correct. Four marks. Well done. I'm actually delighted. I really thought I was going to flail. Okay. Question four is crack the code. (gasps) What letters are hidden under the blue dots? Oh, God, I'm rubbish at these. And I I know we've read the book, but... Okay, no. Can I have a minute? (laughs) You can. You can. 
so bad. You can ask for a clue if you want, but I will have to deduct a point from your total. <laughs> oh, God. Is it supposed to spell out a word? A phrase. Is it the end? Correct! It is the end! just want to say that I that was a slight guess because what I've actually got is X-H-E-E-R-D. And I thought, <laughs> that's not a phrase. <laughs> Uh, okay, Maddie Berry, here is your final question in your For Mystery Mind specialist subject, visual aids. Your final question, here is a section from a visual aid. Which mystery is this from? Um, this doesn't feel familiar to me. Is it from Tour de Force? Yeah. Is it? It's from because Tour de Force. I didn't have a I didn't have a copy, but I'm guess I'm as in like it wasn't in the e version, but I'm guessing it's from <laughs> from the name. Oh wow! Well, that's extra impressive then. And also the the tunnel features in the in the merger. It does. Excellent mystery knowledge. Thank you. Okay, Maddie Berry. Congratulations for completing Mystery Mind on Visual Aids. You got a total of seven points out of eight points. Oh, I'm going to give myself an applause there. <laughs> that was absolutely fantastic. I, like, I appreciate the time and effort that went into its creation. <laughs> well, what we will do for listeners is we will share the... The visual, the visual aids. aids from the visual aids quiz. Let us know if you think that the first one also looks like a womb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know if you think it looks a bit like fallopian shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the female reproductive system. <laughs> I didn't notice that at all though, but but now you said it, I can't, I, can't, it. I can't unsee it. No. It's too late. So what do you think we can learn from but Barge cleans up. Barge cleans up. Oh dear. Sorry. I suppose it is maybe in some ways like the equivalent of Hastings being kidnapped. Which would be big. Oh, big. Yeah, exactly. We'd big. be. Probably go, by I that. say, Poirot. What an awful experience. And he's probably like, oh, God, I met this lovely girl. It's all he ever thinks about. With, with red hair, because Hastings loves True. women with red hair. He does. Oh, I say. <laughs> Every time, he's like, oh, I just, I, I asked her to marry me. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> he's always getting duped, doesn't he? Always getting duped. So often he falls in love with the murderer, like a fool. Would you like to do your Queens of Crime quiz? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, oh, okay, can I get a chocolate? Can I just get a little truffle? Get a chocolate. I think yeah. that will help me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get, get, get yourself some sugar. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling like I need a little sugar lift because I'm overexcited by... Well, we all know what happens when you have some sugar. You'll, have, you'll have a crash soon. No, but it's fine. As long as I have the, the sugar goes to my head, enabling me to do Queens of Crime. Okay, I'm really hoping you're not going to be requiring, like, dates and stuff because... Oh, I do, dates. I do not know those if you're asking me that. What, like dates of birth and stuff? Mm. No, not no. at all. Okay. It's mostly stuff like you said this no, about this I'm person. Ready. I'm ready. Okay, all right. I, we're going to, just so you know, just for just so you're kind of with me on the structure, we're starting out easy and get progressively harder, which I thought was um, a, the way to go. Give you a bit of like a nice start. Okay, number one. How many members of the archives are there? And name them. Oh, okay. Okay. In yeah, any order. Oh, okay. Um, oh, do you want to finish your truffle first? Yeah, just before I start, are you <laughs> going to do the music? Because I think that will help with the atmosphere. What kind of music do you want? The mastermind theme tune. Oh, well, I didn't know if we were doing master. This was also mastermind. This is your this special is... subject. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let me just get the, <laughs> just get the recording. No, no, no. Just you don't have to get the recording. Just hum it. Just hum it. No, I'm going to get the recording. It's way more effective. 
Mastermind. We might get we might get sued by Mastermind. <laughs> this isn't, anyway, this isn't Mastermind. This is a very very different <laughs> quiz show called Mystery Mind. Mystery Mind. Okay, I'm not as good as it at it. It's like oh. <laughs> So dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like Jaws or something, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort of a cross between Jaws and the red the red dwarf theme. Oh yeah. It really reminds me of that. Yeah, okay. good call. Right, okay, so yeah. just to get in the zone, yeah, in I'll the ask zone. it again. How okay. many members of the archives, just to confirm, I mean our archives? Queens of Crime, yep. Yeah, are there? Name them. There are eight. Correct, name them. Okay. Any order you wish. Any order, okay. Agatha Christie. Yeah. Christiana Brand. Yeah. Nio Marsh. Yeah. Val McDermott. Yeah. Avidia Yu. Yeah. ECR Lorac. Yeah. Um, Barbara Neely. So, yeah, sorry, there were two more. And, and there's one, one more. more after that. And PD James. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Now, I would say that I did that to get you in the sort of thinking about who they are, because a lot of these are like, who did this? Okay. And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Right. Whew. This is a nice easy one, as as I've said. <laughs> Which Queen of Crime, of the list you've just mentioned, has sold over a billion copies of their books in the English language? It's Agatha Christie. Of course it's Agatha. <laughs> of course. <laughs> good old Ags. Okay, so far, so good. Okay, yeah. Which episode number was Barbara Neely introduced to the archives? It was episode two correct correct (laughs) correct wipe that sweat from your brow upon my brow (laughs) okay number four let's name the reads the books Mm -hmm. named after a tree by one of our queens of crime okay uh all of them Okay, okay, so it's a video year and we've got the frangipani tree mystery. Yeah. We've got the beetle nut tree mystery. Correct. We've Didn't even got... know that was a tree, but yeah. <laughs> we've got the, obviously, the mimosa tree mystery. And we've got the... Uh... Would you like a clue? You get half a point if you get a clue, if you give you a clue. Uh, okay, hold on. Give me, give me one moment. Give me one moment because I've definitely read it. I think you have. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to accept a clue. I'm to take a clue. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's two words. It's the something something mystery. And it, it's to do with the second word is to do with a tree's very essence. Oh, okay. Um, the paper bark tree mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should have got that. No. Okay. I mean, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all, yeah. We've all dropped a half point before. Okay. <laughs> good. Going good so far. Okay. For which queen of crime did you use this quote? Uh, for which queen of crime did you use this quote describing them as creating complex, intelligent women in abundance? You don't ever come across stereotypes of women in XXX's novels. It's your words, my friend. Your <laughs> words. I know. It's more embarrassing. Um... <laughs> come on, okay. come on. No, it's okay. Um, okay. I reckon... I've got a few candidates and I've one who I'm I think I think that this question has been put in as a potential red herring and I think that you're trying to lure me into thinking 
it's some queens of crime when it's perhaps okay i'm gonna go with what i think is it did i say that about pd james unfortunately you did not oh did i say it about val mcdermott no (laughs) did i say it about um barbara neely no No. i would say at this point you don't get any points (laughs) for this question half or otherwise Christiana Brand. Yeah, but I think fourth time lucky <laughs> not a phrase. You know, don't yeah, that's I, fine. That's fine. That's fine. But isn't that great that I thought it could be so could be many, so of, many of them? Crime. I think I think that's the real learning. So that's that's the real win. The real yeah, win, is, real win. Is, fe- is feminism. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is there another question? There's two more. It's two more. It's two Eight more. questions. I didn't okay, yeah. No, seven. Seven questions. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought that was a good amount. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, it's fine, yeah. Which Queen of Crime novels do you describe as featuring a detective who we like for his banter and his un... So I can't even read my own writing. Oh, an inclusion of random literary lines. So which Queen of Crime? Which Queen of Crime? I yeah. think it's got to be... Nio Marsh. Yeah, Nio oh, Marsh, correct. Cute. Well done. You looked a bit worried there for a moment. I did look a bit worried. I did look a bit worried. And I thought I'd end on an easier one for okay. niceness. Which of our queens wrote The Mermaid Singing? It's Val. That's Val. Val. Yeah. 14. Good old Val. Oh, I think I did all right. Yeah, so you got five and a half out of a possible seven. I, that's pretty, that. I think that's pretty I'm good. That. Yeah. yeah. I did. I feel like I let myself down on the Christiana Brand one because obviously one of the answers was going to be Christiana Brand. I yeah, but you didn't know what was coming. It. You didn't know what the, uh, how, how many more questions were coming. I didn't. I didn't. I got. Yeah, no, I'm pleased with that. I am pleased with that. <laughs> no, re- no revision. I think that's absolutely boss bang on. Obviously. I've, I've not started a new leaf for season two. I feel like you do have it sometimes. <laughs> Actually, for season season two, episode one, you did. You, but you didn't have a pencil. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> uh, classic me. <laughs> classic. You've got oh, you've actually got the book. No, I haven't. I'm writing on a scrappy piece of paper. Right, OK. <laughs> So this might segue quite neatly into... I was going to do a bit of a Queen of Crimes summary of the, of the our Queen of Crimes so far. And then maybe... I don't know. Maybe we'll have a think about who is the, the queen ultimate. of the, the ultimate queen. Or I don't know. Maybe we'll mull over that and announce it in season three. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe see how we get on. Play it by ear. So this is going to be snappy. Oh. And I'm just going to do them in the order that we talked about them in the episode. So like chronological okay. order for the podcast. Do you want me to do any heckling? <laughs> uh, you don't have to do any heckling. Okay. Uh, hopefully it's be really quick. Okay. okay. Number one. Number one. Agatha Christie. She wrote 66 detective novels, 14 short story collections and 16 plays. Ooh, Our three girl. reasons why she was our queen of crime, her dialogue, her plots and memorable characters. And then my favourite fact is Christie is one of the most borrowed authors in UK libraries. I love that fact. Number two, Barbara Neely, author of four murder mystery novels starring Blanche White. Three reasons why she was our queen of crime. An amateur sleuth who is different from the usual protagonist of murder mysteries. So a black working class woman in her 50s who is a cleaner raising her sister's children. Number two, her exploration of contemporary social issues. And thirdly, her funny, lighthearted touch. And favourite award achievement of Barbara Neely the fact that her novels pass the bestial test in spades and there are many friendships between women yes they do queen of crime number three pd james phyllis dorothy james author of 17 mystery novels 
Three reasons why she was a queen of crime. Complex motives, not always about money and or love. Number two, everyday bureaucratic backdrops for the murders. You really struggle (laughs) with bureaucratic, don't you? That's a word. (laughs) And number three, her nuanced women murderers. And favourite sort of award or fact, in 2008, she was inducted into the International Crime Writing Hall of Fame. Number four, it's Edith Caroline Rivet, otherwise known, writes as Carol Carnac, ECR Lorac, and Mary LeBourne. Uh, she wrote 71 detective novels, six stories, and two plays. Three reasons why she was a queen of crime. Her endings, often featuring chase and showdowns, pacey plot, and her light-hearted tone created through Lowell's language, including Shamozzle. Oh, I didn't even realise that's where, she, where we got it from. Yeah, I got it from ECR Lorac. Feels, feels appropriate. Favourite fact, that she was admitted into the prestigious detection club just six years after writing her first novel. What a gal. Number five, Queen of Crime, Avidia Yu. Author of 12 and counting mystery novels, over 25 plays and short stories. She was our queen of crime because number one, complex, strong female characters. Number two, description of place at a specific time. Number three, her reimagining of the classic hallmarks features of mystery. And top award achievement is she's considered one of Singapore's first feminist writers focusing on the lives of women and LGBTQ people in Singapore. Excellent. Number six. Six. It's Naya Marsh, the author of 32 classic whodunits. She was our queen of crime because of number one, description and atmosphere of the theatre in her novels. Number two, her character-led approach. And number three, lightness of touch. And top fact, Naya Marsh is still New Zealand's best-selling author today. Oh, great fact. In at number seven. Seven. (laughs) Seven. It's Christiana Brown, author of 10 mystery novels. Three reasons why she was our queen of crime. Number one, red herrings galore. She leads the reader on a merry dance. Number two, her versatility, variety and detail of closed settings. And number three, complex, intelligent women in abundance. And awards or achievements... She's known as Queen of Hearts for her creation of endearing people and fondness for her characters. And last but not least, our eighth Queen of Crime is Val McDermott, author of over 30 crime novels and short stories. She was our Queen of Crime because of number one, abundance of intelligent professional women who drive the plot. Number two, authentic dialogue of ordinary conversations between the characters. And number three, loud and proud lesbian relationships that are central to the action. And favourite little fact from Val's awards and achievements, her novels have been translated into 40 languages and sold over 16 million copies worldwide. So there you have it, a whistle-stop tour through our current Queens of Crime. What a water whistle stop. I feel actually quite proud of how many awesome queens we've read this season. Well, yeah, considering oh, nice. we read 15. Yeah, that feels pretty, that feels pretty great. Especially because actually I don't think prior to, prior to this podcast, I'm not sure I would have heard of or read very many of those. That's the beauty of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're mocking me or not genuine i'm being genuine but i realize it did it, i could see yeah. how it could be misconstrued <laughs> um, so what do we want to do about the whole like choosing a queen of queens well let's be honest i think we probably agree on who it would be do we not well yeah but actually doing the summary has led me to feel more conflicted but maybe you know maybe we don't need a hierarchy true just imagine them all sitting around a boardroom table together equal all together a boardroom i'm imagining it being much more chilled than that well i just sort of meant a table they're around they're having a massive party cocktails cocktails laughter so you, you you think maybe we don't crown one 
Well, I mean, I put in the Shamozzle plan, crowning a queen of queens, but now we're talking about it. I'm like, do you know what? Nah. Perhaps we don't do that. Perhaps we just say we're recognising all eight of them. They're fantastic. And they're all fabulous in their own unique way. Yeah, go away and read them now, people, now. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm kind of closing Queen of Crimes then. Queen of Crimes? Queen of Crimes? Queen of Crimes? I'm the Queen of Crimes. <laughs> Queens of Crime. Yeah. For season two, and hopefully we'll be able to find more in season three. Oh, I very much hope so. Just have the smelliest pizza. What was it? So it was. You ready? I'm ready. Garlic. Obviously. Olive. Yep, smelly. Anchovy. Oh. Onion. You've really let me down there. Why? Well, you were doing so well with garlic and olive, right. and then anchovy really not my bag. I love anchovy. I mean, I'm vegetarian, which obviously means no fish. However, I will have fish on special occasions, but I just don't like anchovies. I find them very slimy. Yeah, a lot of people don't like anchovies. I like anchovies because I feel like an anchovy is this tiny fish, but it's so intense tasting. And I just like that. I like that about the anchovy. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like taste based on merit, do you? It's not like, oh, yeah, good for I'm you. I'm an anchovy. You know you're having an anchovy. You're in no doubt about that. And I like I like the cut of the anchovies jib. <laughs> <laughs> But like, even if you think it's like, you know, cool that they are so packed full of flavours despite their size, it doesn't mean that yeah. it doesn't make them tasty. It just means they're powerful. And tasty. Okay, fine. <laughs> They are quite bitey. I can't think about them. Well, corgis, you know who has corgis? The queen. 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 Yes. Queen, Queen is very cute. I do like a corgi. There's something quite like sort of. You do like a corgi. <laughs> yeah, there's something quite like silly about them. They sort of seem like they're like their proportions are just a bit off. Yeah, they're they're a bit off. Funny. Are they good tempered? I don't know. No, I don't know no, about corgis. But they just like always. They always look really chuffed, and they're really chubby and like just a bit, just all a bit off. Mean. Quite sort of yeah, ch- chubby. I'm okay, yeah. but I'll bite your ankle. case notes investigation wrap-up yeah us. i am i don't i haven't got notes just you don't need just, notes thought i'd do a statement. <laughs> statement not like we at the at the yard <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay well Brilliant. I, I would say that summary wise i think much much akin to the season one mystery i'd say it's open but cold <laughs> I wouldn't say it's closed. There's always room for room for further investigation. But I'd say that the case, the, the, the leads may have run a little cold. At my best guess, I would say Joe, by chance, bumped into someone who's also been to Medway. And they'd also been to the betting shop. The big, the big mystery is how did it get where it got in her room? That really is the big question mark. So... We must remember. <laughs> if there's anyone out there with any information, do get in touch. I think highlight of the case might have been the visual aid that I created of on paint. I think that was my highlight. And the desk-based research, although it didn't really bring me anywhere. I think lessons-wise for the future, it's, a, it's the way to go. Those those two um, tools, all detective, all detections, detections should use. <laughs> <laughs> so are you closing case notes yeah i also had i do realize that one more lead did come up most recently which was my which was joe pointing the finger at my sister strangely she had no information at all in fact she was quite <laughs> angry that i even asked her. <laughs> so we move on <laughs> but why was she angry a guilty she was conscience just, perhaps me thinks i think ultimately the biggest mystery is how come i'm so close to these two mysteries (laughs) 
<laughs> some well, might question. Someone might some might question that. Make a request that you do your entire that you do the entire interview segment with your um, Cockney police accent. <laughs> no, it's exhausting and it's just <laughs> It's just, I don't know, I can't do it. And also there'd be people out there who, if they've only seen the play in this, they think that's how I genuinely talk. That's how you actually speak. If you do the, if you do the policeman <laughs> um, Cockney accent, I'll do the Geordie accent. <laughs> well, that's a good trade. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Give the people what they want. I think I'll keep to my slightly irritating middle-class accent from the suburb. <laughs> Maybe, Han, you can do your Cockney newspaper seller accent. <laughs> Awful. Coming! Roll up, roll up! <laughs> that could be a very neat segue from case notes into musings from Mesami. <laughs> Go on. So, musings from Mesami, as I'm sure listeners and Ami will remember, is a little feature we did. Oh, feedback. <laughs> at the end of year shamozzle where we just sort of share yeah some of the musings from mesami our listeners and i've got a few musings oh no is this people pointing the finger at me about the fish because i can't Uh, i won't be able to cope with that (laughs) no not exactly but i went for dinner with two of our amis what they named Stannis and Matt. I'm sure they won't mind being named. Named. (laughs) Named. Named. And they are still absolutely fascinated by what happened to the salmon. And Matt, Matt has a particular interest in it because he actually bought the said salmon. They're absolutely still intrigued by it. They were both there. Neither of them have got any information. But, yeah, it's just the fact that it's still, it's still in an people's answer. imagination. Yeah. It's still capturing the hearts and minds of the nation. Hearts and minds of the <laughs> nation, yeah. And then I thought the other thing that's sort of amusing from Mesami is... Actually, that we have a special WhatsApp group with one of our Amis. We do. And special guest of episode three. It's Jay Knight, Jane Austen fan, Rose. And very pleasingly, she actually created this WhatsApp group and it's titled Murderously Mysterious. And it's a picture of Poirot. Of course. That's it, of course. And, and the little um, detective emoji, which is in my top five most used emojis, by the way. Of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, okay. Maybe just as a final thing, Rose. <laughs> which characters would Maddie and I be from the world of Austin? Would we be? Great question. Yeah. No, no, no. So, Maddie, we're not answering. This is, this is all on the J-Night. Oh, Grace great. is okay. going to tell us who Phew. we would be. That is really hard because actually a lot of the characters I think you wouldn't choose to be. Oh, indeed. So I think, Maddie, I think you have quite an incisive mind. I could see you as an Alveston. The, great. Uh, the I'll take it. Up, upcoming lawyer. Upcoming? Is that the right word? Mm. Up and coming? Something. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, Hands like, pick a good one for me. <laughs> I, I'm Mrs. Young, the personification of evil. <laughs> um, Han, I like to think you're um, the innkeeper's wife hiding in the privy, listening out. For listening the- out. Oh. Yeah. No? I think you said you one. You said you like the ones that are about like not the posh people, and two, that's taking matters into her own hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the comedy character. I'm Mrs. Pickett in the previous. Who's Mrs. Pickett? That's her name. That's her name, Mrs. Pickett. That's her name. I don't. Yes. I don't know why I didn't take that in. Yeah, yeah. 
that's you. Um, and I've also had quite a few people just sort of asking, do you need to read the book to listen to the podcast? No, you don't. And I'd say it's not necessary. I mean, if you ever want to read the book, we do talk about who's done it. But if you think you might not get around to it, have a listen to the episode anyway. Yeah, we do talk about who has done this and why have they done this. <laughs> we do, yeah. But I don't think it's yeah. compulsory. I don't think it's compulsory either. And actually, I would say a lot of our chat is not really the, uh, crucial to the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I had another nice musing from an Amy that my friend Matt decided to listen to the podcast on his day off. Oh, what is like a nice thing to do? Yeah, it's like a nice oh, little treat. He's been really busy at work and he, oh. you know, listened to an episode just for a treat. Maybe this is the point in the show when we say thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the wonders of mystery. It has <laughs> been a while. It's been a wild ride. It's it does sound like we're saying ride. goodbye, but we're not saying goodbye. Obviously oh, we're not saying three. goodbye. There's obviously no. a season three coming. But, you know, we should we should say a thank you to yeah, our we should. Enemies. Yeah. Thank you wherever you're listening wherever you are in the world and if you do listen to the unsolved case of the missing salmon in another country get in touch let get us touch. know <laughs> yeah and then then we can we can maybe think about reading a mystery from from your wherever home you country are. from wherever you are that'd be great I have, have an got... AMO. I have an AMOB? No. <laughs> yeah, what? AMOB. An AMOB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not what? really a mystery business. It's a podcast business. So it's and it a, really it's is a, only for your benefit. Is it a classic AOB as opposed to a... Yeah, or is it still linked to mystery? It not could be an AMOB. <laughs> any... No, that doesn't work. Any mystery... Any other, any other yeah okay we're not sure <laughs> I mean the only other thing I've got for the schmozzle is actually it's AOB isn't it of course oh of course you do you do love an AOB yes okay. so I've only got one AOB but the AOB is, I did blunder, <laughs> I was a muddler. So I, I actually have to give a, a formal apology <laughs> for said blunder. The blunder that I made is that in episode 14, Booked for Murder by Val McDermott, I referred to Kimberly. This was inaccurate and wrong. It should have been Kirsten. It is oh, Kirsten, Kirsten, not Kimberly, who is Helen's girlfriend. Yeah. So I should have picked up on that. I was too trusting. I wanted to apologise for that, just in case. Particularly you know. to Val, if she's listening, we apologise. Yeah, we apologise. That was shoddy. <laughs> Didn't do our homework. Didn't do our homework. Uh, any, I mean, anything else you want to shamozzle about? Uh, I mean, what, just what a ride. It's been great. What a ride. But also, we've obviously thanked the listeners, but also thank you. What a treat it's uh, been. What My a treat it's been. Couldn't, oh, have, done, no, couldn't have done you. it without you. It's been, it's been an absolute delight. It's gone it by very fast, hasn't it's it? very quickly. I also think that, you know, we started this up in what? Last November. November yeah okay well it's been a tough time is what I was gonna say it's been a real pretty pretty rubbish era I'd say of of life Uh, particularly particularly early 2021 and this has that this has definitely been a thing that's got me through yeah same here definitely so yeah thank you to you mon ami oh it's been a joy all the joy and we will we're going to have a proper celebration as well at some point of course including i'd say we were doing a season two wrap-up party they call it a wrap party in the biz but also a thousandth listen party a joint, yeah. a joint celebration 
a joint celebration. When are we having that? Let's have it. Let's have it when we open the new studio. Yeah. <laughs> Will you have it in the studio? Yeah, let's have it in yeah. the studio. Yeah. So um, I'll bring fears. As listeners may or may not remember, I'm needing house, which seems like it's probably going ahead. And I will be, there's a little studio space in the garden and it's going to be the podcasting studio. It's going to have to get, it's, we're going to have to give it a really good name. Yeah. I can't think of any right now, no, but we could maybe brainstorm at the right party. Now. After a couple of bevies. We'll it'll probably, yeah, it'll come it'll really just come natural. natural. I do think we generally are quite like as you've said before if if you recommend a book to me I'm ve- it's very unlikely that I'd feel differently to you about it. Mm. We might score one or two points differently but generally similar. Yeah, it's true. You're on a very short list of people who I implicitly trust the recommendations of for books. I actually wanted just to get you to say that on, <laughs> on, on, air. on air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of, of books, but like other stuff as well. So if you said, oh, if you, really? yeah, if you said you enjoyed right. something on television or like a, a film, it. I'd watch it. A recent example, Soul. You told me to watch oh, Soul. Beautiful. I watched it. I loved it. I told you it was great. Yeah. Man. It's so, so moving yeah. and funny. And funny. It's got, it all. it's got it all. And it's got a cat in it as well. It does. <laughs> yeah. Scone? No, it's. No, what do I say? Scone. You say scone, I say scone. I think scone is a posh person thing. Scone might be where we. One of the few ways we differ, mon ami. It's truly divisive for us, that one. Mm. Not many things, but it's going. Thank you for joining us for today's Summer Shamozzle. This is the last episode in Season 2. We'll be taking a summer break, but we'll be back with Season 3 in September. We can reveal that our first read for Season 3 will be Sparkling Cyanide, by Agatha Christie. Thank you so much for listening to the unsolved case of the missing salmon. We really appreciate it and can't wait to return with our new season. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Missing Salmon Case, where you can chat to us about all things mystery. We hope that you have a fantastic summer. And as always, keep sleuthing, mes This podcast is created, produced and edited by Maddie Berry and Hannah Knight. Our music is sourced from Melody Loops by Jeff Harvey.